Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Thursday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Thursday's six-game NBA TFS Slate. Uh, Time Lord was looking awfully good today. Uh, he was about to just blow up the slate on both sites, uh, but then got hurt, and now he's in the locker room, and I don't know what's happening. Uh, had a little bit, not enough probably, but uh, Rashawn Holmes didn't quite get there for me. That was kind of a bummer. Otherwise, felt pretty good about a lot of the plays that I had. Uh, that Washington game was awesome. Rui Hachimura was was pretty darn good. I don't know if he'll end up optimal whatsoever on small, at small forward on FanDuel. A lot of good plays around the board, as you would expect so far on a 10-game slate. Rinpak, how's your night going? Yeah, so uh, obviously Harden and Sabonis were uh, magnif- magnificent in a matchup against each other. They both put on a, quite the show, Harden especially. Uh, there was Fox and Westbrook in the same game. Uh, kind of worked out for those guys who went to the point guard position with those two. And Sadiq Bey has been re- the real uh, value breakthrough, the guy, quote-unquote, breaking the slate today, uh, put up north of 50 fantasy points tonight. So. Go figure. Uh, on to Thursday slate we go. Yeah, on to Thursday slate indeed. It's never great when you minimize a player pool where I just was allowing like two Detroit Pistons and you had Wright, uh, Grant got there, uh, Sadiq Bay, Mason Plumley had a good first half, maybe not a, a great second half, but there were a lot of Pistons that, that really played well. Toronto's a team you want to be targeting still. Uh, it still feels weird to be saying that, but obviously uh, we got to talk about what's around your neck right now. That's uh, That would be a monkey, and that would be a, 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 national, or a, a New York Giants Super Bowl champions monkey, if I do recall. Yeah, it's the uh, year that David Tyree made the catch, oh. and they... Uh, 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 the pass were undefeated that year, and uh, Giants pulled off the historic upset. They were undefeated until the last too. minute and a half of that game, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that was crazy. That's like an all-timer Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, as a Giants fan, good for you. I'm a, I'm a Vikings fan, so we don't talk about NFL on this show. It's very, very sad. But obviously, this is a great segue into Monkey Knife Fight, which is going to be our sponsor uh, for this week as we're heading into March Madness. So, guys, March Madness is here, and we've partnered with the sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight, to bring our viewers a free bracket challenge with $2,500 in cash prizes plus 100 free awesome plus subscriptions with a free year that's a thousand dollar value going to the grand prize winner so compete for cash prizes with the chance to win awesome plus passes for free the top 355 places are paid out so there's no reason not to join simply go down to the bottom bar to the link go to the subscription we'll put it in there too and sign up and fill out your bracket so check the link 
uh, get down there. Make sure you use the promo code Osmo to get up to $50 of a first match deposit bonus and play on Monkey Knife Fight all tournament long. I know I will be. Uh, I, I've got a couple pools going, uh, as everybody I'm sure does. We've got an Osmo work one. We've got all of these great things. Uh, and it's, it's strange that it doesn't start up tomorrow because I, I feel like Thursday's kind of like I, I'm still a little out of sync with this Friday start time. But are you ready to go for March Madness? And are you ready to go for uh, for the slate starter? No, definitely pump for March Madness. Obviously, we missed out last year. Excited after a year hiatus to be back. Uh, it's always fun. That first weekend, the upsets are always awesome to witness. It's going to be weird. Obviously, the uh, playing games are tomorrow, and then the tournament really kicks off on uh, Friday afternoon. But for you guys who are uh, playing and interested in March Madness, this is a no-brainer contest for you to take advantage of. So definitely take advantage of that. And uh, in the comments below, leave the national championship uh, winner in your comments below. We're, we will share ours, and we really want you guys to take advantage of the Monkey Night Fight uh, contest that they have rolled out for us. And let's ride. I don't want to eat the Illinois chalk, but I just might have to do such things. Guys, let's get it part. Uh, let's get this party started. Get to the bottom bar. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notice notification bell. Good Lord, I can't talk. I hit that notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live. Top end of point guard on the sixth gamer, Damian Lillard, who, uh, what's the word? Oh, yeah, he completely eviscerated my lineups by not having him the other night. Uh, we saw CJ McCollum get back. Now we're seeing an elevated price tag, but you're still getting this New Orleans matchup. Two of the three top uh, player or two of the three top teams in terms of uh, bad defensive efficiency that you want to be targeting in New Orleans that uh, they've just become decrepit and uh, yeah Damian Lillard absolutely showed out in route to 50 real life points 75 fantasy points so I will not probably make that mistake twice, but I'm assuming the ownership will be there, and I'm curious what to, what you have to say about him. LeBron James, 10,700, kind of a disappointing dude, which is weird because it's 64.5, but, you know, you could have gotten to Damian Lillard for 11 points more at, at a little bit of a discount, but, again, nothing you can really say. He's LeBron James playing Charlotte, another up-tempo game. I will have definitely quite a bit still. And then Russell Westbrook on a back-to-back now gets a tough Utah matchup, but uh, this Sacramento game was a lot of fun to watch. I kind of was hoping a couple of them individually would get there a little bit more than they did uh, but that's kind of what happened when the pricing is correct on some of those players even in one of those high pace matchups that we liked talk to me about the top end of point guard obviously going to Dame or LeBron James worked out well last time I think they're both could definitely pay off I think I like I would feel more confident going to LeBron over Dame tomorrow uh, especially LeBron uh, put up a triple double was great and now he gets a Charlotte matchup which I prefer uh yet again for him. And we just saw what Dame did to the same New Orleans team. It'll be interesting to see where their ownership comes in at. And obviously, Dame Laird was sensational in that fourth quarter. They were down 17, and they came back to win, which is all, which was quite the uh, – Dame uh, just keeps adding to his resume, man. I think he's now fifth favorite to win MVP, but if he keeps putting on performances like that, he needs to be in the top three conversation. It's a tough one. Obviously, Embiid being hurt doesn't help his chances. And Jokic uh, has been consistent all year long, so we'll see how he winds up. And LeBron James always in the MVP conversation. So uh, you can't go wrong with going to either one of those. Russ, 10-2 versus Utah. I'll I'll be more interested in finding the extra money to go up to one of those two guys instead of going to Russ. In the top tier, and Trey Young uh, versus OKC. I think that's fine. SGA, now he's 9K, and he was disappointing last time. I think we might get a a depressed ownership on SGA. I think we could potentially take advantage of a undermanned OKCT that they're rolling out of late. So definitely in play. And we saw Ricky Rubio uh, great uh, last time. He played 28 minutes, put up 47.5 fantasy points. So 
really, really efficient at that 5,800 price tag. I think we can consider him for sure. Over there um, on FanDuel, obviously, we can pay up for Damon Russ. No, no issues there. But uh, is there anyone else that really stands out to you on the fan, uh, on the value side on FanDuel right now? I mean, I not really. Like, I, I wouldn't say anybody that, like, stands out that's, like, some phenomenally great play that – that I really like. I think over on DraftKings, yeah, Ricky Rubio, you can take some shots on again. I think he is going to see kind of the extended run in competitive games, 30 and 28. Obviously, he played about as well as I've seen Ricky Rubio play in a Minnesota uniform since, what, three years ago now or two years ago? Uh, it would have been longer, actually. I don't know. My dad loves the man. I, that's all I know. He loves Ricky Rubio uh, as a Timberwolves fan. The few, the proud, the Minnesota Timberwolves fans. Uh, getting down a little bit lower, yeah, you could take some shots also on Jalen Noel, who would be his backup, but now he's 5,200 on DK. That's a little less appealing. I guess one guy to bring up, uh, he kind of went completely nuclear, and then he had the turnover that kind of cost them at the end of that game. But Nikhil Alexander-Walker played 25 minutes, uh, which was kind of surprising. It was a, a bigger number to see, but 20 points, five rebounds, was really efficient from three, but 25 minutes of him at 4,200. This, this is a slate where we're going to kind of be looking for some low-owned plays, some, some places to go does he interest you whatsoever and then round out the position uh, so i think we can definitely go to uh car <laughs> you're good take five seconds we're doing great we're still in it this is the thing that happens when you uh when you've got people that live in the world my fiance hasn't walked in on us yet so we're we're doing well keep going we've we've got all the things going we're we're in a good you're in a safe space red pack but no, I'm uh, going to like guys like Rubio over there on Pando, 5,400. Chris Ball, 6,900, a very nice price tag. I like both of those guys at their price tag. And uh, Carter Williams still is getting those minutes. Uh, I think those are fine, fine uh, value options over there. But that's really it. It's ugly. And I think uh, Lonzo Ball uh, was phenomenal. Played 35 minutes. Only took eight shot attempts, but found his way to 44 fantasy points thanks to 17 assists. I think that was a career high. Yeah, it was. So... Lonzo Ball, uh, we can definitely go back to that. And uh, someone who's going to be low-owned but has a serious upside is Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, I like him too. I think that's kind of a good spot to be going to. I'm going to move over to DraftKings here again. Shooting guard sitting at the top end. Bradley Beal, 9,100. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who you kind of mentioned, I, he's only eclipsed 52 DraftKings points once in his last 10, which at 9K is not exactly what I'm looking at at paying. You're correct. I think you might get him at some depressed ownership considering he just burned the entire universe uh, yesterday uh, or when you're listening to this, more than likely two days ago at this point. Uh, but Donovan Mitchell then right below him at 8,700 gets that Washington plus matchup. Obviously uh, a, a great spot for Utah in a lot of ways as long as that game stays even like remotely close. I do like going to Donovan Mitchell there. Talk to me about the top end shooting guard yeah over there on Fanduel, i'll kick things off over there well you got beal sga mitchell all got huge huge upsides sga at 7900 over there yeah it's i think very very nice price tag for you to take advantage of against this atlanta team devin booker versus minnesota uh let, let it be known devin booker and cat are good friends cat is dating jordan woods jordan woods also happened to date devin booker so what put all that together Just, is the, the web it's like that uh it's like the mean from always sunny in philadelphia with all the different note notepads going everywhere or note cards going everywhere oh, it's over there okay that that was a terrible impression but continue and uh Devin booker dates uh kendall jenner who is no longer uh associated with jordan woods so 
I just created a narrative out of thin air. So the Go the figure. girlfriend uh, grudge match narrative is what that is. There you go. All right. I like but it. 7,500. Like no kidding. Uh, against Minnesota. Massive upside. Last time he played Minnesota on the 28th of February, he put up 57 and a half fantasy points. So uh, he can definitely do that again. So I, I like going to that matchup for a D book. Anthony Edwards on the other side. So the guy keeps chucking. Uh, what can I say? In north of 20 shot attempts, you'll ha- I'll be interested at $7,100. Spending down on value. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, only 3700 versus a Charlotte team that will be on a back-to-back. That looks quite nice yet again for the third straight game. I believe Crusoe is still out, so definitely a price tag to take advantage of. Other options on DK that stand out. Book, again, 7900 uh, Edwards, again, 7100 uh, Bogdanovich is only 4100 now, so... Someone uh, who was playing only 20 minutes, uh, only GBPs only, uh, is a fine option to consider over there. But that's really it. Not much value as we take a look at things early, early yeah, I th- on this I th- uh, Thursday slate. I think we might have one spot. So we've got Elf Payton, who's doubtful. Um, we've got, <laughs> this game is going to have a low total. It's like under 210, by the way. So uh, that's that's the one con against it already. But Elf Payton is doubtful. Uh, you've got Derek Rose, who's going to continue to be out. You've got Austin Rivers, who uh, I don't think will ever be playing in a Knicks uniform again, is kind of the impression that I'm getting there. Uh, and then Frank Nielakina is terrible at basketball, although I, I might expect him to maybe get the start in this spot. I, I just don't even think I'll have interest at him near the floor on either side. But Alec Burks, 4,500 on FanDuel. Reggie Bullock, 3,800 on FanDuel. I think are going to be big conversation points because, again, it's that whole... Uh, juxtaposition of like this is a slow terrible game environment in a lot of ways but you get a guy like Tibbs who can give his guys extended run Frank Nielkina has an eclipse like 17-18 minutes here in recent games uh, even games that he started Emmanuel quickly is questionable that's the huge piece of news uh, that I, I left out of that equation he's 5100 I would have a lot of him if he were to somehow go but otherwise let's say quickly sits uh, Alec Burks and Bullock would be two of the highest on players on the slate no yeah, uh, and you're going to have to target uh, the next guard rotation just because they don't have enough guards there if those guys are out. So definitely uh, potential seeking out value there. Burks is already kind of in play with at that price tag over there, 4500 on the shooting guard spot over there on DK. Just talking about guys who stand out, I think we can still consider Burks at 4900 for sure at that price tag. And other small forwards are on that price tag. Uh, if you want to get burned by Pokacheski again, uh, I'll be there. Uh, I, I think there's a merit for him to still play 25 minutes as this OKC team is now going to rack up more draft picks and Sam Presti is going to gear up for a decade long of historic drafts. I bet you're jumping the gun think. here. You want to go to small forward right away? Is that what we're doing? We're jumping. We're we're bypassing the bottom end of shooting guard. Well, that's true. It is pretty garbage down there. I'm not gonna lie. So uh, so we'll jump over to small forward. I'll I'll help you out. I'll let you keep talking about Pokashevsky. Which is again, you can talk about burning universes and and things like that. Uh, depressed numbers though. Obviously, we we saw some big games out of some of these OKC small forwards. So uh, I do think Pokashevsky's there. Ariza's not going to be available yet. Lou Dort was a surprising like uh, like uh, excuse me late addition. Uh, he's questionable coming into this game if you were to sit again yeah Svi Mikhailuk didn't end up uh 
really having to to do anything. He he was available, but they said he was unlikely to play right off the bat. So I'm curious about that situation. But Justin Jackson dropped another two hundred dollars. Uh, he's at like near the floor down there. Sure, whatever. But top end of it, like I always do, where I start off. LeBron James ten seven on DraftKings. Brandon Ingram eighty one hundred over on FanDuel. He's ten eight. Brandon Ingram seventy eight hundred. So a little bit more uh, a disparity between those two. But the guy I really want to talk about, who's been pretty darn good. I I'm curious, kind of where your interest level is going to be on him. Uh, but Gordon Hayward, 7,300. We know that this isn't a great Lakers matchup, but he has kind of been taking over a little bit more of the offense now that they're back to, to full strength. Small forward is kind of a garbage position tomorrow, like really, really bad. Uh, Danilo Gallinari would be interesting to me if Capello were to sit again, where he can play some four, maybe some extended five and small ball lineups. But otherwise, God, there's so many guys out and before is questionable, kind of garbage. So talk to me about the top end and work our way back down to Pokashevsky. Yeah, over there on the top end, I like Ingram and Hayward. And LeBron is LeBron. I don't need to say much about him. Could be the highest scoring player in the slate, and that's not even a hot take. So uh, I think going to Ingram and Hayward are just fine. I have a lot of interest in both of those players. Spending all the way down over there on small forward. Can't really spend down there tomorrow. It's ugly. Uh, Bogdanovich is the <laughs> cheapest guy I'm willing to take my chances on. If there's any sort of uh, back-to-back arresting, uh, Danny Obdia is the other guy who stands out at that price tag. But over there on uh, small forward on DraftKings, spending all the way down, Alan Horton Tucker, 3,900, signed me up yet again for the third straight day, like I said. Over there on FanDuel, he's a fine, fine option in my opinion. Alec Burks, 4,900. And Pocheski, 4,700. Uh, those guys kind of are sticking out in terms of potential news and potential value to consider. And that's really it. it it's tough to find value right now. Rui Hachimura. I was going to say, uh, it was crazy. This is the best in ga- like best game environment, one of the best game environments we've had on the entire season with Washington and Sacramento. Uh, he had played 38 and 36 minutes, and he basically, like, I didn't hear much talk about him, like, throughout the day. It was, it was very strange. He ended up getting up to 16%, so I guess probably appropriately owned, even at 5K, but 32.8 on, a, on a, any other slate other than a 10-gamer. This is, this is kind of upside that you're looking for. Against Utah, it doesn't feel great, but they don't play it at, like, a completely slow matchup. And again, 36 minutes, 37 minutes. I know it's a back-to-back. We'll see if Russ ends up playing. We'll see all these other things. I, I'm assuming that he will. Um, but uh, but there could be some some sneaky opportunity there again for Rui. We'll see what that ownership ends up getting to. But as long as it's not out of whack, would you have any interest in, in finally getting on board with my guy? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I'll have um, – it'll be an ownership-only play for me. Uh, Rui is one of those guys uh, I just haven't had much interest in. I've been finding reasons to pivot off of him. Like today, Sadiq Bey was a pivot for me. Well, that and like that worked out well. Okay, so you just throw the one guy that smashed right in my face. That's good. <laughs> no, but at 5K, I think he's been playing Fanduel. Absolutely. Um, yeah. On Fanduel for sure. Uh, when you get the roster two guys, it can definitely work out for you. I, I don't have any issues there. I was on Hachimura the first game back after uh, Brooks said – Hachimura needs to get going, and uh, he has been he has gotten going since then. So that definitely helped after Brooks lit the fire under him. So he's a fine option. I I'm don't have like I'm not like too disinterested and not like overly interested either. I'm just right in the middle. Okay, that sounds great. Josh Hart, forty seven hundred, another guy you could play. Kenrich Williams uh, played pretty darn well, but again, just twenty three minutes. 
it's hard to go to him or Jackson. They're just not going to be high enough usage guys, but that would also require for Dort to be out, which we're not even sure about right now. So hypothetically speaking, yeah, uh, I would still have Pokashevsky as the guy that I would have the most interest win uh, at, at, uh, on either site, but he's obviously power forward. We'll get to him over here on FanDuel here in a second, but uh, let's move ourselves on. Obviously, we just got done with the Shamrock promotion, but we have a lot of other goodies coming up here. Uh, go ahead and take a look at that college basketball portfolio. We've, we've got a great uh, opportunity to jump on for $29.95. Uh, ben Ross Matt Kachevsky, they are just absolute college basketball monsters. Make sure you go, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, go down and watch their, their bracket picking. Uh, they, they made a bracket today. It was really, really fun to watch. They put that together for you guys. Helps to get some ideas. Again, two of the sharpest college basketball minds that I've ever met in my entire life. And uh, Everybody turns into a bracketologist this time of year, but they are actually bracketologists. I'll, I'll, I'll make them certified PhD, guys. Uh, I'll, I'll give them the stamp of approval, but they'll have another show going on tomorrow, so make sure that you check that out too. They'll have DFS offerings. Uh, they'll be doing shows for that every day. Make sure that you are checking that out because I know, I know if you're like me, if you're like Rinpack, if you're like anybody who loves basketball, this is one of the best weekends of the year. I, I haven't been following college basketball nearly as much with as much NBA coverage as we have, but those are the two guys to be following. So make sure that you check that out. And uh, again, Mikey, not monkey knife fight. Make sure you're checking out that free promotion that they have going to free contest. Free 99 is the best cost for anything. Uh, top end of power forward on FanDuel. Julius Randle, 9,200, gets this absolute slugfest that's going to be this Orlando game. I don't know. I could see this total being under 203 even, 204. Like, I'm expecting it to be pretty darn low when it comes out. Uh, this this New York-Orlando game, we'll, we'll kind of see what it ends up being. But 9,200, I would still have some interest in Julius Randle because he does everything for this basketball team. He plays a bonkers amount, some minutes. 39, 41, and 40 is last three. Uh, the Excuse me, the first three that they basically had uh, since that Milwaukee game where it got a little wonky, but and he only played 28 minutes. But Julius Randle, 40 minutes of him in any matchup at only 9,200, I'll probably take. And then Zion Williamson, my guy, we're going to go right back to the well. Only 32 minutes against Portland, which was kind of disappointing because he was one of my highest owned power forwards the other night. He ended up getting capped out at 47 on FanDuel, but man, 8,400, I'm going right back to the well. And then John Collins, no longer the free square that he's been here of late, uh, now up to 7,500 over on FanDuel. Capella, it's got to be out. That's the only way that I'll have any interest against this Oklahoma City front court. But uh, I suppose you could take some shots otherwise, but he's probably going to be more owned than he should be in that scenario. Talk to me about power forward. It's going to be Zion again. It's uh, Zion and really everyone else for me. Uh, I think he's a, a great option. He barely missed that buzzer beater there. And he uh, played 33 minutes and was great against the same Portland team. Uh, I'm going to go right back to him. And Julius Randle, we know his upside. I think going, finding the money to pay off for those guys, not an issue whatsoever. Not really interested in Collins. I'll have a ton of interest if Capella is out, but if Capella's in, uh, pretty much no interest for me. Uh, in the value terms of options, the cheapest guy I'm really considering to go, the Phoenix forwards and Crowder and Sarge, I really like their matchup versus Minnesota. I have a good feeling one of those guys can be good slash really good and could be a nice pivot off of Pokachewski, who is a power forward eligible player over there on FanDuel at $4,300. Over there on DK, on DraftKings, uh, leading away, obviously, Randall and Zion. Uh, what, uh, 10K and 8,900, I still have quite a bit of interest. I like saving to guys like Ingram and Hayward, who have similar upsides uh, to Randall. I guess Randall has a higher upside now, the way he's handling things than those guys. But you save a ton of money on a six-game slate. You can do a lot with the extra Nineteen hundred and twenty-seven hundred dollars, respectively, off uh, off of Randall going down to them, spending down, 
it is tough to spend down in this position. Uh, Hachimura 5600 will be unique in terms of ownership. I think that's a fine option. And uh, what deserves a mention because he could get hot, hot off the bench, but that's really about it. Uh, my guy, Nathan Knight, come on now. If Capella's out, 3,500 still. Oh, still yeah. at the floor at power forward. Uh, it still played 22 minutes. Uh, he would have been better on a slate where not every other piece of value went completely nuclear uh, like they did the other night. Uh, I had Moses Brown, but I, I'm just saying relative to other 3,500 players and such, uh, I, I kind of would have wanted a little bit more run there. But if Capella's out, he is the guy who's kind of playing the backup five there. So against Cleveland, 36.8. Against Houston, 21.1, both in 22 minutes. I could take some punts and some shots on him because there's really nothing else down here. So he's really the only guy that I would want to maybe get different with some raw construction and maybe take some shots on Jaden McDaniels did come back uh, from from his one game absence with the health protocols he played 22 minutes against the Lakers 13.4 again these are both very very thin plays but on a six gamer I usually am willing to take some shots on guys at the men just to get a different roster construction try to stars and scrubs it uh, either of those two even remotely intriguing to you and then we'll move on uh yeah in terms of salary saving uh I think they're fine but not really. I'm not really excited um, to take chances on those guys. Well, there we go. Yeah, honesty is the best policy. I like that. Uh, top end of center, just to round it out. We'll come. We'll jump back over to DraftKings. I went two two, and then we'll finish out here because Nikola Vucevic, ten one. Uh, now you are looking at a situation where he put up sixty four point five in a tougher matchup against Miami. Obviously, this will be a slow, trudgy matchup against New York, but uh, it's Nikola Vucevic. He continues to have a crazy amount of upside. I, I really don't have a crazy amount of uh, a problem in going that direction, but uh, you're going to need Terrence Ross to probably be out. Aaron Gordon went through practice, so we're going to be sitting and waiting for that news. Uh, but yeah, if Terrence Ross doesn't go, you need somebody who's going to need to score the basketball, and he would be a good option to possibly do it. Carl Anthony Towns is at 9,400. I'm assuming you're going to have a lot of love for him up against Dayton. Played 35 minutes. Played 40 and uh, 34, 40, and 35 minutes the last three. That's exciting to me that he's getting extended run past these low 30s because the boy can play some basketball. He is so, so good. I love that guy. I want him to get runs. So thank you, Minnesota, for finally making that happen. And then Rudy Gobert, 8,200 up against Washington. Derek Favors played pretty admirably. They are splitting those minutes almost exactly two-thirds, one-third still. Uh, but 33 minutes, 40 points up against Boston. Against Golden State, put up 74 in that game where he can, went completely nuts for 28 rebounds and such. But uh, somebody to maybe take some shots against this weak Washington front court on a back-to-back. Uh, talk to me about center. Uh, love Cat. Uh, uh, just love that he's getting these minutes. I know it's not been the steadiest rise with Cat, which is kind of like a uh, kind of kind of rare. Cat's been someone who's been really consistent throughout his whole career when given the minutes. And now I, I just I love that he got 19 shot attempts up. They need to go to him often. There's like I feel like he needs to touch the ball every possession. That's like only chance Minnesota has to win against uh, potentially DeAndre Ayton front court. Frank Kaminsky front court, I think Cat should definitely. So love Carl Anthony Thomas, 9,700 and 9,400 on FanDuel and DraftKings, respectively. I like, uh, still going to Vooch, though, uh, but I do like Cat quite a bit in this matchup. Other options, Montrose Harrell has been a beast, uh, kind of showing signs of a six-man self uh, um, since the post-All-Star break. So definitely have quite a bit of interest in him. And uh, Cantor, uh, I think we can definitely consider that. I know 28 minutes only, and we haven't seen him play north of 30 of late, but 28 minutes, the Cantor has some serious upside. 
Now, like going to DeAndre Aiden on the other side of things, I know he hasn't been playing much over 30 minutes, but he can put up a number against this Minnesota front court in a hurry. Last time he played them, he put up 38 in just 26 minutes of play. So he's a fine, fine option in my opinion. And his price tag on DraftKings 6,200 is very appealing as well. And uh, will you have interest in going back to Moses Brown is my question for you. Yes, 4,300 on DK. I mean, obviously I don't expect that, but I'm I'm expecting him to be the highest owned player on this slate by a landslide over there. Uh, I find it almost impossible not to have tons. 4,400 on FanDuel, find it hard not to have tons. Like, I mean, obviously Al Horford isn't on the injury report. We'll see if he ends up playing. It said that it, it they rested him the last two games. I'm not sure what's going on with that. I mean, even at 4,300, he's in play with Al Horford back, I think. Um, but like, it would be maybe more owned than he should be in that scenario. That'll that'll be a boom bust uh, probability uh, thing that can help me kind of decide the tiebreaker. Making sure you're hopping over to Osimo and checking that out, seeing what his leverage score is. Because again, he he showed out. Like he obviously played phenomenally well. But having him at 3,500 with no Al Horford is a lot different than having him at 4,300 with Al Horford. So depending on how that news ends up shaking down, I'd have interest. Would you have interest in Al Horford? Is the question if he ends up playing. I, I don't like rostering Al Horford anymore. It's about been three years since I had last interest in Al Horford. Uh, no, I won't have. I any bought his top shot because I'm a dumb dumb. But whatever, continue. Yeah, that's like one of my you five. Kept, you should have kept that to yourself. You shouldn't. Sorry, I had to throw that out of the world. It's just one of those days, man. Continue on. You know, um, Al Horford, if, if he even plays against his former team. Maybe it's his farewell tour. Maybe he wants to show out against his former team. I have no idea what what they're doing with Al Horford. I thought he's the candidate to get bought out or uh, get traded. Uh, We shall see what ends up happening over there. Uh, Another guy who deserves a mention is probably uh, Stephen Adams. I know he's been only playing 25 minutes and kind of battling through some injuries, but in, an, in a slate where it's only a six-game slate and it won't take much to differentiate yourself, if Adams puts on a uh, performance of, I don't know, 35 fantasy points, that could really different your, differentiate your lineup and uh, kind of put you in a pretty uh, unique spot by, like, riding the chalk elsewhere. So it's just like differentiating just one spot can go a long way, uh, especially in a slate uh, of tomorrow's size. It's only a six-game slate. So a couple one pivot here or there could be a big difference. Alex Len interest. Final answer. Same thing yesterday. I ended up on quite a bit today, and it's not going to matter because for whatever reason, all those lineups were just trash as I was looking through them on FanDuel. But uh, yeah, punting him at 3,500 again uh, on on FanDuel, on DraftKings 3,400. Would you have some interest going back there if he's starting like he I expect him to be? Um, uh, Probably no. Uh, it's going to be – I can't imagine him – Getting a ton of shot attempts against the Rudy Gobert defense. So uh, I'll have 3,500 is cheap. It's it puts me in an uncomfortable position to consider going there. Uh, no, I'm going to, the way things stand right now, no. If for some reason, some like if they rule some guys out on a back to back, I'll have minimal interest, if any. Uh, the experience has not been good for me of late. So I, uh, I'm not that interested in Alex. That's good today. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, Rudy Gobert is a different beast altogether. But Alex Lynn probably played about as well as he humanly possibly could have today. Is probably my approximation of that. And a little different with Sean Holmes and Rudy Gobert. Uh, that's all we got for you guys today. Anything else for the people, Rimpack? No, check out Monkey Night Fight. Uh, enjoy the Monkey Mania March Madness bracket. 
Um, be sure to take down that bracket challenge because you'll end up with the year pa- year Osmo Plus pass. That alone is worth entering that contest. And uh, cash prizes on top of that. Definitely excited for March Madness. Check out all our March Madness content throughout the day. Tons and tons of articles and videos. And hopefully you guys is uh, hopefully someone watching the slates for has a perfect bracket. It's the most wonderful time. Nobody wants to hear me sing. It's fine. It's also not Christmas, but it's kind of like Christmas because it's March Madness. Guys, good luck on your brackets. Good luck in your NBA DFS lineups. We'll catch you for the last lead starter of the week. I believe it will be. Yes, that's Thursday night coming out for Friday slate. We'll catch you later. Bye.